And now we bring you Mary from Michigan Saves the World, the story of one young woman's search for truth in a life of peril, fortune, and fate. Mary's troubled twin sister Julia, sent away to address her many difficulties, has violently escaped from the Warndale treatment facility four hours away. The troubled Julia makes her way back to Ann Arbor, where, in the face of doctors' strictest orders that the long-suffering Mrs. Marshall remain in absolute isolation, Julia makes an attempt to visit her mother. The attempt fails, and now Julia is nowhere to be found. But why has Mary's troubled twin sister suddenly grown so strangely violent? In an effort to find the truth, Mary calls the Warrendale facility, posing as her mother, and speaks to Ella Fontaine, the nurse Julia assaulted during her violent escape. Now on the phone with Nurse Fontaine, at home with her father, we hear Mary say, Miss Fontaine, thank you for speaking with me. I understand from Karen Foster, Julia's counselor there in Warrendale, that you and Julia had grown... Uh, well, that the two of you had recently become friendly before she, before she attacked you during her escape. Is that right? Close enough. I wouldn't say we were friends exactly, but we talked. I'm glad she found a connection with you. Oh, she connected all right. That's what I'm wondering about, Miss Fontaine. It just seems strange that after getting close with you the way she did that she'd hurt you, and hurt you so badly. Yeah, funny, isn't it? We have always had our problems with Julia, but, well, she's never been violent before. Not like this. Was, th was there something she said before it happened? Well, I mean, we talked, her and me. She told me a lot of things, Mrs. Marshall. You know, I hear a lot of stories from my patients, Mrs. Marshall. I hear a lot of things that would make your hair curl. I'm sure you do. It takes a lot to shock me, is what I'm trying to say. But your daughter, she shocked me plenty. She did? How? Well, maybe I don't actually have to tell you, Miss Marshall. Maybe you understand perfectly well. Well, no, I don't understand at all. Is that so? Well, whatever stories she made up to shock you, you understand that Julia is a wonderful, very practiced liar. She always has been. You got that right. I know liars when I see them, Miss Marshall. I'm trained to detect liars, and your daughter, she was not lying, not one bit. Well, what could she possibly have told you that was so shocking? Ha. Well, Julia made me swear not to tell anyone, made me swear on my life. And when I did finally tell someone, it almost cost me my life. Well, what on earth was it? You sound an awful lot like her, Miss Marshall. In fact, you could be her twin. Well, yeah, I, I know, but what, uh, what did she tell you? <laughs> I'm not making that mistake again. Goodbye. No, wait. Uh, please, if you won't tell me what she said, can't you tell me who you told? Ha! Wouldn't you like to know? Oh, Papa. She hung up on me. That was the nurse Julia attacked? Yes. Her name is Ella Fontaine. She said that Julia had told her something and swore her to secrecy. And when she did tell someone, that's when Julia attacked her. Swore her to secrecy? Well, what about? Well, the nurse wouldn't tell me. She said she's not making that mistake again. Julia was always quite the storyteller, wasn't she? Oh, well, that's what I tried to explain. But but this nurse seemed to think that whatever Julia told her, whatever crazy story Julia came up with, well, that it was the truth. But what kind of secret could your sister possibly have that's worth stabbing someone when they share it with someone else? I don't know. I can't imagine. And according to both this nurse and Julia's counselor, Karen Foster, the two of them, uh, Julia and this nurse, I mean, were becoming friendly. Well... Well, that's a surprise. Your sister's never really been known for her human connection. Well, that's what I said, too. And yet, apparently, it's the truth. And then Julia attacked this poor nurse so badly. 
Oh, I just, I don't know what to think. You said the nurse did share Julia's secret with someone. Yes, but she wouldn't tell me with who. Well, how hard could it be to find out? Oh, but I'd have to go up there and start asking around. And I'm sure this nurse would hear about me poking around long before I found the person who could tell me the truth. And besides, Julia's here. She's still somewhere nearby. We don't know that for sure, ma'am. Oh, but she must be. I'll get it. Hello? Yes? Oh, wonderful. Yes, yes. Yeah, we'll be right there. Yes. All right. Bye. What is it, Papa? That was Dr. Fari. She says your mother's awake and she's ready to talk. Right this way. Now, this is the room we use to connect with our patients in isolation. Oh, goodness. This looks complicated. Oh, Papa, it does not. It's just basically FaceTime. Face what now? Uh, he's <laughs> kidding, Dr. Farhi. Well, we, we try to make it as simple as possible. Not everyone has experience with this sort of thing. Now, you, you can go ahead and sit here, and you press this button here, mm -hmm. which signals to the staff in the isolation ward that you have arrived. Hmm. And now we wait, and there. Mama! Darling! Hello, dear. Oh, Matt. You look wonderful. Uh, I'm sure. No, you do, Mama. You look good. Oh, well, this is definitely the before picture. <laughs> well, also the after and maybe the during. <laughs> I leave you now. <sighs> Thank you, Dr. Fari. Oh, Dr. Fari, I, I can't see you. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> you are looking well, Jill. Oh, not you, too. How are you feeling? Oh, strange. You know, like I've been run over by a very strange truck. Like maybe the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. <laughs> Mama, I will make a note of that in your chart, Jill. <laughs> oh, no, I, I'm all right. Just, I'm just very tired. Yes, that is to be expected. But your numbers look very good. We are off to a wonderful start. Oh, good. And all right. <laughs> I leave you now. We'll talk soon, Jill. Oh, goodbye, Dr. Fari. Goodbye, Jill. Uh, Matt, Mary, you take as long as you want. I, I will be available if you have any questions. Oh, it's nice to see you, Matt. You too, Jill. And Mary. Hi, Mama. You look tired. Oh, I'm fine. Are you really feeling okay? Yes, I hardly remember anything of the last few days. I mean, I feel like I've been sleeping for weeks. That's what Dr. Fari said to expect. I know. I had the strangest dreams, too. I mean, the same one, sort of, over and over again, about being late to a train or, or a bus or a flight, and I haven't packed yet, and my things are everywhere, and I was always trying to get somewhere. I was by myself. I think I was trying to get back to you, Matt. I'm right here. <laughs> I visited you every day. They said. And Mary? Yes, Mama? They said you were here late one night and, and tried to get in to see me. Oh. Is that true? Mama, that was Julia. Julia? But Julia's at Warrendale. I'm afraid not, Jill. Julia escaped. Oh, no. When? What happened? Where is she? It happened the day you went into isolation, and she... She hurt a nurse when she escaped. Hurt a nurse? I mean, not Julie, are you sure? Yes. The nurse is going to be all right, but, oh. Jill, we don't know where Julia is. Oh, no. Oh, Matt. We do know she came here hoping to see you, and 
We're pretty sure she was at the house earlier that night. At the house? But you didn't speak to her? No, I only saw her from across the street. She was in the Carson yard, Jill, looking up at the house. Oh, the poor thing. Mama, it was horrible. I had just come home from Chicago. Chicago! Oh, Mama, I have a job offer from the art museum. Oh, Mary, that is wonderful. So I had just come home, and there were police everywhere. Police? I called them, Jill. I called the police. But, Matt... She attacked a nurse, Jill. The police are looking for her. I was afraid she would hurt someone else. You, or Mary, or me. And Mama Scott Dascombe was staying with Papa while I was in Chicago to help keep watch. Oh. And when I came home, the police had him down on the ground, handcuffed, and were pointing their guns at him. But no! Yes, because they thought he was the prowler that Papa called them about, which was actually Julia. Oh, poor Scott. Is he all right? Yes, although the police were very rough with him. When they were letting him go, they dropped him, and he hit his head on the sidewalk very hard. Oh, that poor young man. Oh. Mama? (sighs) When Julia escaped from Morindale, when she hurt that nurse, she told everyone that she was coming home to settle unfinished business with us. Do you know what she means? Unfinished business? I mean, well, no. I mean, Matt, do do you know what she might have meant? No. Oh, Matt, you need to find her. Oh, Poor Julia, out on her own. I mean, where's she sleeping? How, how is she eating? She can't have very much money. Or... The police are looking for her, Jill, but oh. I think it's more likely she'll find us when she wants to. You know Julia, Mama. She can always find someone willing to help her, someone to take advantage of. Oh, I know, Mary, but... Jill, I'm sorry we have to tell you all this when you're stuck in there. Oh, I'd much rather know, Matt. I mean, of course I would. I, I, I hate to think of you two out there all by yourselves with all of this going on and, and no one to talk to about it. Well, Scott Dascombe's been wonderful, Mama, and John Cowan, too. You know, tomorrow's the day Scott's finally launching his business in Detroit. Oh, that's, that's happening tomorrow yes. already. But even being so busy, he has been very helpful. Well... Please give him my love. Jill, we should let you rest. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, will you come back tomorrow? Of course. Oh, of course we will, Mama. Mary, are you moving to Chicago? Not right away, Mama. But but the museum offered you the job. Yes, but they said I could be flexible about when I started. So you'll stay here for a little longer? Yes, Mama. Oh, good. I love you, Mary. I love you, Matt. I love you, Mama. Love you, Jill. Okay, I'm, I'm pressing the button now, okay? Well, she does look pretty good. Oh, Papa, do you think we should have told her all that? Yes. It was killing me that she didn't know. I'm afraid she'll just worry now. But imagine if something happened, something terrible, with Julia. Think how much worse it would have been to tell her the whole story if we'd kept it from her. Papa, I still want to go to Warrendale and see what I can learn. I know there's something going on. I want to learn what I can and figure out why Julia suddenly becomes so violent. Then I can tell Mama, and Mama won't worry. Oh, Mary. Oh, uh, hello. Mary Marshall, this is Arthur Mendez from the Chicago Art Museum. Oh, Mr. Mendez, hello. Hello, Mary. I hope this is a good time to talk. Yep, yeah, it's fine. How's your mother, Mary? She's doing all right, thank you. Oh, good, good. I still don't know how long before I can come to Chicago. I wish I could tell you. I really... uh, oh, Mary, that, that's fine. I completely understand. Uh, you're right to take your time. Oh, thank you. No, no, actually, I was calling... Well, I'm wondering if I might ask you for a small favor. Well, of course. What 
What is it? You won't want to miss the next chapter in Mary from Michigan Saves the World at this same time tomorrow when you'll hear Mary say... Oh, Scott, I don't know what to do. I need to see you. Tonight. That's tomorrow on Mary from Michigan Saves the World. <laughs>